With coronavirus, we are seeing new strains, but we're also seeing success in Indiana and how the vaccine is being brought forth as opposed to some other states. Dr. Louis Perfetta joins me right now. He is an ER doctor. He is, according to LinkedIn.com, one of the 12 doctors you should be following. You have gotten not one but two doses uh, of the vaccine as, as a first responder. Let's start with, though, the basics, the cases of coronavirus that you've been seeing come in. Of course, we have this conversation of new strains, Ohio saying that they've seen a, a new strain. What are we seeing going into hospitals right now? I mean, we're, we're still seeing, Tony, we're still seeing plenty of, of, of coronavirus cases, um, still seeing, you know, people die from it. Um, people end up in the ICU. Um, you know, the good news is, is that we have new treatment modalities. We've, uh, we've gotten so much better at managing these, these cases. We've, we're even now able to set people up for outpatient monoclonal antibody infusions. Um, these are weapons we didn't have in our armamentarium before. So the survival rate, I, I really believe, is, is going up. We're so much better at managing it. And the overall general feeling, I think, of well-being of the hospital staff, too, especially with the advent of the vaccines and everybody getting vaccinated, you can sort of see a hitch in their giddy-up kind of thing. People are in a better mood in terms of just being able to care for these patients, too, which is all a good thing. You, you've talked about in the past in our conversations that, you know, these, these first responders, these frontline people are very worried because if doctors, if nurses, if hospital staff really start getting sick, no one's going to get care. So getting that uh, the vaccine out there and getting it to them was very much a sign of relief. You've done two doses. Which vaccine did you get and how did it go? I got, I got the Pfizer vaccine. I mean, I had a, I had a, a reaction, sort of a, a fever and body ache um, reaction that really wiped me out for a day after the second vaccine, but I don't care. I mean, it was probably the, the most happy I've ever been being sick in my entire life. And I'll take it, you know, I'd go through that 20, 50, hundred times again, if I had to, um, you know, it was interesting. I was talking to somebody yesterday, a healthcare provider was getting their second vaccine. He said people were visibly crying in the general public in, uh, that were now being vaccinated in um, the vaccination centers over at Ascension Health. And, man, that says a lot. I mean, it, it shows you how emotional, the amount of emotional impact this vaccine has now had on this community. So it, it's a great sort of turn of events, I think. Uh, talking to Dr. Louis Profeta, ER uh, doctor, uh, is that does that happen? Vaccines and then people have have a reaction to it, whether where they're they're sick for a day or two or maybe longer. Well, you know, I, I can't recall getting a vaccine. I mean, there, you know, if you've ever had a tetanus vaccine, a lot of times people will have severe arm pain and stuff like that, and people will have um, sort of uh, immune response, sort of like almost like a serum sickness kind of response to the uh, the the immune immune reaction being built built up and that's actually sort of a good thing it it's interesting when the in the early days when the when the studies were being done and you'd be on some of the doctors social media sites people that were in the studies knew that they had gotten a placebo because they hadn't got got you know any reaction so they would lament they go heck i can't believe it i I must be in the placebo group because i feel completely fine here they are sort of wanting uh, uh, sort of a viral kind of reaction. So it, it's a good thing, Tony. It really is. Now let's get into how this has been distributed. We've seen horror show in New York. We have seen long lines in Florida, but certainly an ability to better move the, um, the vaccine out. And in Indiana, I have not seen or heard anything except people being 
very impressed with how it's been moving. We're now doing people who are at the age of 70 or over. You're one of the people who agrees you should start with the oldest part of the population and work your way down, and, of course, those, those first responders. How do you think it's going? And, and if you have a thought on, uh, as you've seen it, what's making it work so well in Indiana compared to other states? I have no idea, but, I, but I'll tell you, I had mine done at Ascension Health at the uh, at the, the what's called the Sim Center. I could not believe how efficient and quick it was. I mean, it was like literally like Chick Fil A took over the distribution of vaccines. Did you get the special sauce, the Indiana? I I don't know what we are doing different than other states, but I got I got friends and relatives that are flying back from Florida to get their vaccinations here in Indiana. Uh, because it, it's it's so efficient here. I mean, there, we, there's been glitches just like anything. When you talk about tens of thousands of millions of people needing to be vaccinated, but, man, we are doing something right. And if other states are having uh, significant problems, they need to call our Board of Health and find out what in the heck Indiana's doing that, that, is, uh, that's being able, that is sort of transcending these other states. But, man, I'm starting to think that we may be the model in America right now. As the reporting goes from Wish TV, 148 vaccine sites in Indiana, nine in Marion County. But we are seeing some numbers uh, tick back up. Um, expected? Uh, is this what you get for visiting family for Christmas? Or is this just one of those natural things as you see it and uh, we should expect numbers going back down or continue to live with it? Where, what is your take and what is uh, your, your contemporaries' take? Well, who knows? I mean, you know, certainly we're probably seeing we saw a peak that was probably from Thanksgiving exposure. We're probably seeing a peak that from Christmas exposure. We're maybe seeing a peak from uh, New Year's exposure. Um, you know, I, there's no rhyme or reason anymore. Uh, you know, you, you can sort of predict that you're going to have a, a, a spike after certain mass gathering events, but. You know, there's days where we come in where every bed is nothing but COVID patients, and then there's other days you come into into work and half the beds are empty. And uh, so I, you, you let me know if you can figure it out because I can't. Um, it's so unpredictable. Um, the you know with the with the new strains coming in, I, I guess the biggest fear is it's probably even more transmissible than this COVID uh, strain. But it's probably just as as treatable. Uh, I think, too. One of the things, Tony, I would tell you is that back in, in the spring, I sort of I alluded to this, that I thought we might see the mildest flu um, season uh, in history. I have yet to diagnose a single case of flu. And I've been sending flu tests on people in, in the emergency department, just like I would have done last year during, you know, viral time. And I am just not seeing flu and my colleagues aren't either. So all the precautions we're taking for COVID is really pre- pre- preventing an influenza outbreak. And that kills 40, 50,000 Americans a year. So we can be, you know, take some heart in that, too. Dr. Lewis Profeta, ER doctor on LinkedIn. Look for Dr. Lewis Profeta, P-R-O-F-E-T-A, one of the 12 doctors you should be following on LinkedIn.